Yesterday, our COVID team met with Dr. Fauci in addition to a number of meetings they've had with senior COVID officials. This is a down payment. Uh, it's not the end, it's the beginning um, or the beginning at this point uh, because people need relief during this time of year, but there's going to be a lot of needs in the days ahead. Hi, I'm Jim Saxa, and this is The Transition, a special edition of Political Theater. It is Friday, December 4th. It's the holiday season here in Washington, D.C., and despite the pandemic, all the annual traditions are here. The Capitol Christmas tree is up on the National Mall, and the White House halls are decked out with balls of holly. There's a special quadrennial tradition this year, the peaceful transfer of power at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. President-elect Joe Biden is busy getting ready for the new year. Some things are changing. Biden will ask Americans to don masks for at least the first 100 days of his presidency. Other things are staying the same. Dr. Anthony Fauci will keep leading the federal government's effort to fight the pandemic. The president-elect said he also had the opportunity to speak with Dr. Fauci yesterday and asked him to stay on as director of NAIAD and serve on his COVID team as chief medical advisor, which Dr. Fauci has agreed to do. And, of course, Congress is practicing its most cherished tradition, frantically racing to finish the work on a series of must-pass bills. The clock is ticking. Lawmakers have until December 11th to pass spending bills to keep the federal government open, unless they buy some more time with another continuing resolution. And unless Congress can pass another fiscal stimulus measure, tens of millions of -of out-of-work Americans will start the new year without the unemployment benefits that have sustained them. We asked CQ's very own budget tracker, David Lerman, to let us know whether we can expect a deal in time for Christmas. David, thanks for joining us. Good to be here, Jim. So, at some Christmas parties, they serve roast goose. But the parties in Congress prefer to play chicken in December. Where are we on the talks? Uh, They're still playing chicken, Jim. Uh, In fact, the latest is that congressional leaders now plan to ask for a one-week stopgap funding bill to extend the time they have to get a deal done. This thing is taking more time than they want. Current funding runs out on December 11. It looks like they won't make that deadline. They need an extra week at least. So they're going to pass a continuing resolution next week? The tentative plan is to introduce a continuing resolution. That's a stopgap thing. It'll just extend current funding through December 18. Gotcha. So I want to stick with my bird theme here. Is it true that a fight over the greater sage grouse might kill a deal? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's one of the hangups of, the, of this massive $1.4 trillion spending package for the current fiscal year. There's a lot of obstacles, but one of them that, that recently held up talks uh, at least a little bit is this environmental fight over this uh, rare prairie bird called the greater sage grouse, which I had to look up because I wasn't even familiar with what that bird is. Kind of looks like a turkey to me, but... Um, it's, it's a bird in the western U.S. that's kind of rare. There's a concern that the species will become extinct. Uh, Democrats want to protect it under the Endangered Species Act. Republicans have resisted that because it interferes with oil and gas development. So it's been a provision in spending bills for years not to protect it. Democrats are making a play to protect it now. That caused a whole ruckus, and that issue had to be kicked upstairs to leadership to resolve because they weren't getting anywhere among appropriators. 
So you can add that to the list of obstacles facing this omnibus spending package. And speaking of grousing, a lot of companies out there are complaining that Congress has not done enough uh, to help them out with the COVID-wracked economy. Um, And there's a chance that the spending bills might get combined with a COVID relief bill, though, uh, before the Biden administration takes uh, office. Where do things stand with that? Yeah, that seems pretty certain at this point, Jim. Congressional leaders have said that with time running out here before the before the end of the year, before they wrap up their business for the year, uh, there won't be time to consider two separate packages as they initially wanted. So they've made clear that once they get a final spending deal to fund the government, they will attach to it whatever coronavirus aid they can agree on. So all of those talks are going to get wrapped up into one big ball of wax that they will ram through as quick as they can once they have a deal. And will they get a deal? No way to know for sure, but I think so. Um, All the signs right now point to a deal getting done. Both sides seem very determined to do it. Both sides claim they're making major progress on this omnibus measure. You know, they have to resolve the the annual funding fight over the border wall, the greater sage grouse, immigration detention beds. There's a whole slew of items that remain to be worked out. But both sides, I think, feel pretty confident there will be an omnibus package, and then they will attach to it whatever coronavirus aid they can agree on. And on that front, too, there's been major progress because, or at least some progress, because Democratic leaders this week made a major concession in backing this, coming close to backing this bipartisan plan that would provide $908 billion in coronavirus aid. That's a lot less than Democrats have been pushing for for months, but they're really determined now to get at least something done this month. So they're doing that. Republicans, uh, the Republican leadership has not signed off on that. They still want less than that. The majority leader, Mitch McConnell, is pushing for about $500 billion dollars but it does seem like they're getting pretty close and that something's going to move as part of this year-end deal. Yeah, and before the election, though, weren't we talking about like a, a $1.5 trillion deal getting close to being done and then you know, the talks fell apart? Uh, what happened there? Why are we now looking at you know, potentially one to half a trillion dollars less? Well, what happened is an election happened. Um, Democrats won't admit this, but I think it's pretty clear they overplayed their hand. They, they really thought they could pressure Republicans before the election to agree on much more money for coronavirus aid, and Republicans just weren't willing to play ball on that. And so what we got was stalemate. Now that the election's over, some of the political pressure is off, and Democrats can point to a new president about to take office who is going to give them a lot more aid next year. Now they're, they're, they're phrasing it as, we can accept a smaller package because we know more will be coming soon. So the political pressure has lessened and they can, they can really agree to a smaller package. Now there's still a big fight over how big the package should be. That's why there's still no deal. But if the, if the maneuvering now is between $500 billion and $900 billion, 
that's a lot closer than when Democrats were pushing for over $3 trillion. So they're getting there, I think. I think we'll see something fairly soon that they can, both sides can take credit for this month before they go home for the Christmas break. Yeah, and, and looking ahead uh, towards next year, and I know this year's budget fight isn't over, but you know, you follow the annual budget drama closer than anyone I know. In the last few seasons of this particular show have been really harrowing. Is there any chance going forward that it gets a little less dramatic next year with Joe Biden in the White House? I kind of don't think so. I hate to be the grim reaper here, but chances are, I think, Republicans are going to control the Senate next year. And political uh, tensions are just at a boil still. I mean, first of all, Republicans won't even acknowledge Joe Biden being the president-elect right now. So I'm not seeing a very smooth transition going to happen. And so there's going to be a lot of tension that has to be sorted out. And we don't know who's going to control the Senate for sure, because there are two runoff races in Georgia coming up in January that will determine that. But I think it's more likely than not that Republicans squeak out a slim majority in the Senate um, in a very low turnout race after New Year's. I just think Republicans have an edge in in a traditionally Republican state of Georgia, Um, which means that anything Biden wants to get done has to be cleared through a Republican Senate. And that's not going to be an easy fight. I think we're looking for a big battle next year as well. Could be wrong. Maybe there'll be a turnaround. Maybe Democrats will have a 50-50 kind of Senate. But even then, you know, nothing really passes the Senate without 60 votes, and Democrats won't have that. So I think it's going to be another battle next year. Yeah, you don't think, um, you know, given Biden's long experience in relationships in the Senate and, you know, not having a border wall funding fight every year, that things aren't going to get a little bit easier? I suppose they might get a little bit easier. It's true Biden has long relationships with with a lot of the senior senators. That helps. There won't be a border wall funding fight, maybe, but there's going to be a lot of other fights on health care, on climate change. Uh, so <laughs> there's going to be plenty to fight about, and it's not going to be easy. McConnell is is not going to be uh, eager to help help Biden out here. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not that hopeful, but I guess it's possible that come January, come February, come March, uh, maybe vaccines come, the pandemic lessens, and things start easing up. Maybe, maybe some things can get done. There is, there is some reason to think that there's bipartisan ground on some initiatives, like an infrastructure package people point to. So yeah, maybe it won't be quite as bad, but I think it's still going to be pr- a pretty heavy lift. Yeah, the the occupant of the White House may be changing, but Democrats are still Democrats and Republicans are still Republicans. Um, Dave, thanks for joining us. Good to be here. Thanks, Jim. I'm Jim Saxa, and for all of us at CQ Roll Call, thanks for listening. <laughs>